Hello and welcome to the Lipsticks podcast where your hosts are myself, Sarah McDowell and my wonderful pal, don't know if I can pull off pal but I've said pal now, uh, the wonderful Yorkshire lass that is Jess, Jessica Pease, Jess Pease, I don't know but she goes by Jess when uh, it's casual, Jessica when she's being professional. Uh, help me out here Jess, I'm very much uh, blabbering aren't I? It's never, it's never Jessica unless I'm in trouble so mm. just, just Jess. So if you're in my bad books I will say Jessica. Yeah, you can. I might not respond. It might it might scare me off, but we we can go for that. Um, I've just realised I've uh, I'm going to keep this in, but I've mini fluffed this up because I haven't said what this podcast is. So I'll just quickly do this. Uh, so yes, the Lipsticks podcast is your, well, me and Jess are, get, are hoping that it's going to end up being your go-to podcast for Honest Gay Chat. So each week, me and Jess are going to find interesting things to talk about. So um, related to the LGBTQ plus uh, community. So yes, uh, do not laugh at me. I'm being very professional right now, Jess. Uh, so yeah, we find out what's going on in the community, we talk about our own experiences, and we also have our other fun features, um, such as our made-up gay word of the week, and where we put someone in the spotlight who is doing good in the community. Oh my gosh, Jess, my brain and sometimes, is... sometimes, sometimes yes. we get the introduction right. <laughs> and sometimes we do, but you know what? This is, we're all friends here, aren't we? We're um, all friends here, so. and this is, this is a special... I can't even say special. This is a special episode, so it's um, it's you know nothing's nothing's off the table. It's, it's fine. It, it is a festive, and how festive am I looking? By I know that this is sort of it is a podcast, so this is kind of waste on people. But I am looking very festive, aren't I? Um, she is, guys. Yeah, she is. She's wearing a, a bright blue Christmas jumper and a Christmas hat. But, but when you first started answering that, you sounded, yeah, it sounded like, no, you're not very festive. <laughs> you do look very festive. I literally finished working and just um, threw on some lipstick for absolutely nobody's purpose because no one can see me. But, uh, my um, purpose, Jess, my purpose. <laughs> did you appreciate it? Did I look festive enough? I mean, uh, yes, and it's very on brand, like lipsticks. You've got your lipstick on, you know. Uh, I don't wear lipstick because it just ends up on my teeth half the time. So, um, but yes. Anyway, how how are you feeling? We are days away. Days, weeks. Well, it's a week, isn't it, till Christmas? There are days. It's not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a week. It's actually a week till my birthday. Um, yes, so I can tell is. you that it is a week and a day until Christmas. <laughs> how do you feel about having your birthday a day before Christmas? Um, well, for the first 26 years, it was fine. This one, I'm not so sure. Um, no, it's fine. It's all right. It's quite a nice little birthday. I think a lot of people um, seem to think that it would be really weird for me, but it's all I've, obviously, it's all I've ever known. Oh, um, when, I was, when I was younger, it was, it was quite nice because my parents are separated. So, well, they're divorced. Um, and it was kind of nice to sort of have four lots of presents as a kid and lots of attention. And then the minute I sort of became an adult, it became more about, you know, giving the presents. So on Christmas Eve, traditionally, it's my birthday until about dinner time or lunchtime. And then after that, 
I deliver Christmas presents to everybody else. And Aww. when I finish that, I end up in the pub. So this year it's going to be very, very different. But I do like it. I prefer Christmas. I don't like birthdays too much. So it kind of works out all right, to be fair. I have to say, I think I would prefer, because my birthday always falls the week after New Year's. And that's always a bit pants because people, normally people have had enough of socialising, they've overindulged, they're doing the flipping dry January, they just yeah. want to be hermits. And I'm like, they're all skint. Hold out, just hold out <laughs> for one more week. Um, plus, it's, it's a big birthday of mine next. It is a big birthday of yours next. I'm leaving the 20s and I'm proper adulting, Jess. I'm going to be 30. Flipping Nora. 30, flirty and thriving. (laughs) (laughs) That is me, folks. Big thrill. Do you know what? Are you scared about turning 30? Because I think I'm ready to embrace it. I had this sort of um, preconception at school that when I turned 25, I'd have my shit together and... Oh my I'm, god! I've just fucking moved the moved the age right. back. <laughs> yeah, like when you're when you're much much younger, you think like twenties and thirties is like quite old, don't you? But when you actually get there, you realise it's not like I'm the only. I mean, I'm embracing like I'm ready to enter my thirties. I mean, I did think I'd probably have more of my shit together. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I'm not doing, I'm not doing too bad, I don't think. Um, I mean, can I just say that I did have a proper adult conversation because I spoke to a mortgage advisor. So, you know, check, check me adulting. Check you out. (laughs) Oh, but yes. So, yeah. Um, Right. Shall we introduce the main topic of this week's podcast? Yeah, let's go for it. Um, So I think this one's on me, right? We usually take it in turns. Um, yes. So this week the topic of conversation is we are going to be discussing um, representation of people within the LGBTQ plus community um, on screen so films tv things like that. Yes yes um, so this idea sort of came from so um, this year a new gay film was released on um netflix called is it happiest season or the happy season i can't remember it's happiest season but i think it's i think it's just on amazon prime um well that's where i watched it i don't know when you watched it i can't remember because it was on one of the popular streaming services (laughs) yes one of them one of them um but yeah so that was launched and um I was very excited because it had some um like big names in there mm-hmm. um one so uh one being um Kirsten Stewart that's right isn't it Christian Stewart Christian but yeah practically <laughs> the same thing I'm so I'm so good at this you're doing so I? well today <laughs> so so well um but also had some other names I mean I'm not very good when it comes to actors names like do you know any of the names off the top of your head um well I know the faces if that counts but um, obviously Dan Levy is in it he's he's uh, in Schitt's Creek mm-hmm. um and Mackenzie Davis which I was super duper happy about because yes. She's in San Junipero and we we all know I love that. It's so good. <laughs> and I think, to be fair, I did a, I did a little uh, wee Google when I was watching it. Um, apparently there isn't enough that's been written about her to sort of um, say whether or not she is gay or, or, you know, identifies that way or anything. But she does um, pretty much exclusively only play queer characters. So my guess would be 
that there is a good chance. And I think in everything I've seen her in, she's been really, really good. So had very high hopes for the film. Jolly good. Uh, so yes, so obviously it's a, a gay gay storyline, isn't it? Got some big characters in, <laughs> and it's all around Christmas. So yeah, it's a big um, big gay festive film. It's making the Yuletide gay. So I can finally say it because I've been I've been tormenting people with that for so long. <laughs> so I suppose, um, like, first thing to discuss here then is um, like taking examples from. Um, Happy, I've forgotten. Happiest season or happy season? My brain. Happiest season. The happiest. I'm so sorry. My brain is so melty. Um, (laughs) But yeah, taking examples from there and other things that we've seen or come across, um, should we have a bit of a a debate about what we think about the current uh, representation and what and how we feel? Yeah, let's go for it. I'll let you go first. Oh, okay. Such a such a gent. I'm such, <laughs> um, such a gent. Yeah, okay. So I think it's probably like fair to just put out there right now that um I haven't seen that that much in terms of, you know, um like gay cinema or anything like that. I think when I came out sort of properly, if you like, air quotes properly, a lot of people sort of said, Have you seen this? Have you seen that? And I was like, well, mm. no, because I wasn't I wasn't actively looking for something that represented me necessarily or not that I knew of um so I've spoken before about things that I resonated with a bit more closely and storylines that sort of got to me a little bit more um but it wasn't like I was actively looking for that and then I think since sort of the the post coming out phase a lot of conversations I've had with people have been sort of did you see this thing like the sort of representation in that is really sort of toxic or it's very sort of misleading and things like that so I became naturally more interested Mm. um and I think it's worth saying that just generally across the board like it is always nice to see you know somebody that you feel represents you and who you stand for and the kind of lifestyle you have you know on screen because it reinforces that sort of positive you know image and that everything is okay and and whatever else um Mm. But I find it so kind of mismatched when it comes to sort of gay storylines and gay characters. So in particular with um, Happy Season, I was hoping for this really sort of super jolly festive, you know, feel good Christmas film where the only difference to a traditional Christmas film that we all see and know and love is that the main couple in it were two gay women. Hmm. And I think that wasn't really what we got. We got half of a feel-good festive film and half of a sort of traumatic coming out yes. story. Can I can I chip in here? Because I've course, got something good, good to chip in here with. Uh, so basically, um, so you sort of said that um, one of the characters, um, what's his name again? <laughs> I'm saying I'm going to be doing this all the time, but you know which, the- Which character do you mean? The, the guy from Shit's Creek um Dan Levy yes I want I want him to be my best friend <laughs> oh John so John in the film yeah 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 or, he was I great just, like um in things that I've seen him in he always sort of plays the same sort of like lovable character and I just want to be his friend um but anyway so um <laughs> sort of uh taken away from um the film so Shit's Creek um got a lot of support uh, within the LGBTQ plus community because it was it was quite refreshing because there was a gay storyline but it was a positive gay storyline there was no like there was no drama no traumatic no like having to come out and stuff it was a very positive non-toxic way of telling a storyline um and I think 
that was a quite a, a breath of fresh air because the things that I've seen um, is where like it's more trauma and, and that is what happened within the Christmas film, um, the happy season. I'm going to probably say it wrong. Happiest. happiest. <laughs> Sorry. Happiest season. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. You're going to hate me by the end of today. Because um, <laughs> there was that like drama and stuff. Yeah. Um, so what I think is, yes, it's good that we've got films where it has like gay representation and stuff. But I, I do feel like there's a bit of a gap and we need more positive yeah. where it's not so much of a, a big deal. Do you know what I mean? Where we can yeah. all relate to I have a lot of thoughts on this, actually. So I think you've kind of summed it up perfectly there, that there is this kind of gap. Um, and I think sort of just looking back on things that I've sort of seen before and resonated with before, or, you know, just kind of heard people talk about or reflect on and things like that. There is, there always seems to be this traumatic stage of it. So even what, even storylines where they, they, end happy so I'm going, I'm going to go from one of my classics the Britney and Santana in Glee it starts yeah. off really sort of when it's just those two they're really happy when other people know about it there is an issue but eventually it's a really nice positive sort of love story between two women um again I guess with sort of the John Paul and Craig thing which I always mention um and plus countless others countless others where it starts off really traumatic because there is one like party that's sort of coming to terms with the fact that they're gay and I think it's so important to show that naturally it is because for so many people, unfortunately, that is a real kind of like whirlwind. And it is something that takes a lot of time to sort of figure out within yourself and then to sort of, you know, tell people about it, mm. feel comfortable to do that. A lot of people do struggle. And unfortunately, some people do not sort of take it well within themselves or their family might not. Um, but also there's this complete other side to it where a lot of people are also met with a lot of love and care and affection and support. Yeah. Um, and I think it's equally as important to show that. So I think for this particular film, like obviously one of the main characters in there, so John, the best friend, was an openly gay man. Um, the two women, I won't spoil it too much. I mean, I line, in, case, say, in case people have seen it, but um, haven't seen it yet, sorry. But they seem to have this like openly gay lifestyle elsewhere. Um, and then there is a side of it where they feel like they have to be private. And I think obviously that's where the issues come in. Mm. Um, but instead of this really sort of feel good Christmas film that, you know, just happens to also be gay, we have to go through this traumatic coming out experience as well. And even though that is important and it was part of that character sort of, you know, yeah. character or archetype or whatever and journey, I feel like it just maybe wasn't needed. But I do want to say props to the film because there are some very cute moments in it super cute moment like I was like 15 minutes in I was like oh my god I fucking love women and then 20 minutes and I was like what is this bitch doing I don't understand it was such a like such a whirlwind roller coaster of it but I do want to say props because it's obviously written by a female who is gay and I think that's so important to have the writer be able to you know have experienced things like this herself and to, yeah. so that it's coming from that sort of place and that the actors are also gay I as well I suppose um what we may be getting at here is that they just need to be a bit more balanced so it is it's really important to tell a diverse range of different stories yeah absolutely. And, and that's why if you've got more diversity you're going to relate to more people aren't you so yes we need to show um the not so good side of coming out and people have their struggles but we also need like was it you 
who showed me the tweet about um so someone said it's all well and good having these um rom-com gay christmas films now however i want a die hard where charlie's theron is um saving her wife or something like that and i and oh no that would be so cute she retweeted saying where do i sign up so maybe that's what we need we just need a, a a gay it doesn't have to be uh two women it could be two guys you know absolutely when we say gay that's what we mean we <laughs> yes. mean any sort of any combination of but maybe that. we just maybe we just need a bit more variety and stuff and I mean when I first came out um there wasn't um so yeah like lesbian um lesbian or gay or lgbtq films out there um they they are very like hit and miss, aren't they? Um, so some of them are really good and some of them are like a bit questionable and stuff. Um, yeah. And I think I think a thing with that is because um, we've got a bit of catching up to do. Um, and yes, um, gay storylines and gay films and stuff are making it more into the mainstream, but a couple like way back when it was more independent and some independent films are awesome and they're amazing um but there were some like questionable ones so I do remember watching some films and I'm like just why am I what am I just watching this because it's gay do I actually like this no <laughs> what's going on sort of thing um but I'm not it. saying I'm not saying independent films aren't good because independent films are good there are some really good ones out there but I think there's a bit of we've just got a bit of catching up to do um and we just need more we just need more films creative we need more storylines we need more tv series um do you know what I mean like and and we are catching up um and stuff um so so yeah but it was quite nice to watch a um festive because nothing, I, I like to get me in the festive mood. I love to watch a Christmas film. So it was quite nice to watch a Christmas film that was gay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That was, it was quite nice to do. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that, that was obviously one half of it. It was actually quite feel good and festive and everything that we sort of, you know, needed. It just wasn't enough of it. So it's not that that film, you know, wasn't a great film. It's not mm. that, um, you know, I can't relate to it because it was traumatic or whatever. It, it's not that way at all. I think it's just, um, I think we need, to, like Sarah says, more stories, to, more stories to tell and more people telling the stories. And actually, I think the problem with a lot of sort of the independent c- cinema is when it's, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to generalise. When it's, especially to women and it's written by men and it's directed by men who are straight men I think there is an issue with that yes I think it needs to be more representative it's like anything else any kind of other sort of culture um or lifestyle or or whatever way of you know way of living way of identifying way of being is to represent it across the board by people who have lived that and experienced it and a a broad range of stories like it's not always going to be happy-go-lucky no. And unfortunately, some Christmases, you know, aren't that happy-go-lucky. But, um, you know, I think I think it's a step in the right direction. And hopefully yes. it'll continue. Please do. Um, so uh, did, was it you that sent me a list of um, gay films to watch over Christmas? Of course. Sarah, I'm the co-host of a gay podcast. Of course it was me. Of course <laughs> I mean, it was me. I, I said, in fact, I sent you, I sent you a list of gay films and a list of uh Christmas songs that were all there we go. which featured 
a couple of queer artists so maybe maybe we should include these in the show notes and absolutely yeah yeah once you've uh yeah we will link out to there because there are more to watch however um i'm going to smoothly uh this is so smooth of me jess so smooth it's that smooth she she said it was smooth she's so breezy i said it in a smooth way as well um but yeah so this um so i'm going to move on to talking about um this week's news article uh news article do i need to say that or just (laughs) news article news article um so this um article I uh, so it's by indiewire.com and the title it's an article <laughs> it's about not, news. just just in case you didn't know it was a news article no, stop taking the big out of me anyway <laughs> uh, the title is why are critics outraged over James Corden debating Ryan Murphy's prom casting so um there is a, a new film that's come out with uh, called the prom which I believe is on Netflix is it it is on Netflix, yeah. It is. That one is definitely on Netflix, people. Um, and basically, uh, James Corden plays a gay guy, and it has... <laughs> she, she hasn't gone into the storyline. It's just a film about James Corden being gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you've watched the film, so obviously you can like sort of say, but um, basically <laughs> critics have picked this apart, basically, um, and people aren't loving it and saying that, um, like, d- does James Corden's flamboyant performance in the prom really deserve it? Like, it, yeah, um, I, I fluffed that bit up there. Um <laughs> But basically, I think, um, like anything, with any reviews, when it comes to any films and stuff, people are going to love it, people are going to hate it. So there are some people who are saying that um, how the character that James is playing is quite stereotypical, and it's quite detrimental. And it poses the question of, um, if you have a gay character, why not get a gay actor? Should you only use um, gay gay actors to play gay roles sort of thing so first things first have you seen the prom Jess because I haven't I have seen the prom so I think I watched this straight after happiest season I was I was going I was all out going for the gay vibes I was just gonna say going all and I was going all full throttle gay and um (laughs) so this film is about a girl who simply wants to go to prom and she wants to take a girl with her because she's in love with a girl and they are both gay you know classic as we were just talking about one is openly out the other one isn't and there's a bit of a problem um so this sort of really small town um can't remember where it is but (laughs) the small town is like we don't don't want that the people of this community won't like that um so they cancel the prom and these sort of has-been broadway stars decide that they're gonna have a rally drum up some noise make themselves look good but also sort of fight for this girl to get the prom um it's quite a nice little feel-good film I'm not gonna lie it's got a very happy ending um it is sort of festive super super gay if that's if that's what you're looking for um but that's all I'll say about it um but it's it's dead nice it's it's quite a nice sort of happy feel-good super cheesy film but I do understand this so one thing I've sort of said before, probably a, a bit um, ignorantly, actually, is that that on screen there always seems to be this super over-stereotypical representation of gay men, especially men in theatre as well, or mm. in show business, that they are sort of over-the-top, really lavish, really sort of effeminate. And whilst absolutely there will be 
a lot of of you know gay men that do have that as a trait and and are super proud of that and that's who they are and that's their lifestyle there are also a lot of gay men that aren't like that and don't yeah. want to be portrayed that way and that's at both or just, neither are absolutely fine just just to like chip in here it's exactly the same so like you, you get different types of um gay men just like you get different types of lesbians say so yeah. the stereotypical lesbian is i don't know what's stereotypical like short hair super tomboy panel, loves to loves dungarees likes hanging um, off of door frames yeah, and skateboarding yeah. so very much general <laughs> sweeping here um but the fact is that there is no there like there are some people there are some lesbians that are like that 100 but there's like other lesbians that like don't fall into like category like do you know what i mean there's like you get so many different types because at the end of the day we're just people we're just humans yeah do you know what i mean and i, I think that's the point isn't it that like sometimes in films people go straight to the stereotypical version yeah and you don't always have to do that what again i think this brings me back to my point earlier about being diverse and telling lots of different storylines in the same breath you should be having lots of different types of um people because then you're showing more of the community and yeah um not so much getting your broad stereotypical paintbrush out are you yeah so I think I think there are a couple of things to kind of note on this so the first one is that I think it's probably different in this day and age because we're so clued up on social media everybody sort of has some idea of how they want to be represented and how they want to be perceived I think films are probably less now about escapism as they are about finding someone that is like you and sort of yes. clinging to that. So I think that's that's kind of one half of it. Um, but I have two thoughts on this. So my first thought is that personally, I don't think there's a problem that they have a, a male who's in show business that they are portraying over the top and super feminine yeah. and super sort of self-indulgent because that's the stereotype that we have of anybody within that sector really on screen because it's, it's heightened, it's dramatized. That's the whole point. I think the issue is that it's a straight man that's playing that role. And I think if that role was played by a gay man who also happened to be like that and identify with the character, it would be very different. Um, so, I think it's more the setting that it's in. I think because it is more of like a Broadway stage musical, that is usually what is represented because that's that's the kind of thing that we sort of perceive to be really, really common. It's obviously not when there are broader characters out there um, in that way. But I think the issue here is that it's a straight man that is playing that role. I think what would be really cool is um, like to get like so if you're listening to this um, episode and you've got your own thoughts and opinions of this, please mm -hmm. do let us know. And like say, if you want us to say uh, your name, we will. If you want to keep anonymous, uh, <laughs> then that's fine also. Um, but like just quickly, um, how, so if I was to ask you this question, how would you answer? Uh, do you think gay characters should only be played by gay actors um I mean, it is a tricky one isn't it it's a tricky one because then also would you say that if it's a straight character it can only be played by a straight person i'm not yeah. so sure that works i think in some ways it can be offensive if a straight actor is playing a gay storyline um, a, a gay character in a gay storyline um, because why not just get somebody who's gay who actually likes you know being with the same sex or you know being within that sort of um romantic situation or whatever it's more realistic it's more relatable 
and you know obviously dip into the pool of gay like talent that there is absolutely um but also it is a bit weird because acting is a job yeah I was just going to ask this like um should it more go should should the role be given to the person who plays so taken out of the equation whether they're straight or gay surely it should go on how well they auditioned or how well they performed that role right the only, for the job the only thing with that is within I think the issue there is making sure that in your hiring process you have someone within who so you have someone who's hiring that's being represented do you know what I mean um because yeah. I think that might help but I think I think I think it does have to go on who plays the role, the role best at the end of the day, who auditions the best. Yeah. Um, and I think the thing is, like, don't discriminate um, and, like, don't, don't not hire someone because they're gay. Do you know what I mean? I think that's, that's an issue. Um, but, yeah, but you've just, it has to go on who, who plays that role to the, to the best but make sure that in your hiring process you have someone in that, that that's being represented because then you're less likely then because then that person can flag up oh hang on um do you know what I mean like, this doesn't fit right with me or this doesn't make yeah. me feel maybe maybe I think um I don't, ugh, my, my emotions are kind of changing as we talk about it to be honest because I think um I'm gonna I'm gonna get throw a curveball in and say I think I'm gonna catch it I'm gonna throw a couple in. I think it's different with porn, to be Whoa. honest. I not, do. I, I do. did not know we were gonna go. Be careful, Jessica. Because, because Jessica, this is a clean pod now. It's a clean podcast. I'm not gonna go into detail, but I do think it's different. So the reason that I think this is, I would sooner see somebody who is actually gay, any combination of that, um, who is true to the character, true to sort of what is being shown in whatever scene actually feels those feelings and can portray them, you know, authentically than somebody who is just goddamn attractive. And those things often do go fucking hand in hand. Yes, absolutely. But I would rather see somebody who is the character than somebody who looks great on screen. I think that's my only issue with it. I think it's important that people are represented and sometimes, yes. yeah, whoever's auditioning for the role, then what if no gay people apply? It's, it's, I guess that is part of it, absolutely. But I think as long as people are being represented and there's somebody there within the hiring, within the directing, within the storytelling that can sort of see that authentically, then I don't think that, I think that that would be a comfortable balance for me personally. And at the end of the day, this is just mine and yours opinion, isn't it, about it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, it would be good if, yeah, um, with any topics that we talk about, um, if you let me let us know what, what you think and stuff and your yeah. um, but but yeah, I feel Absolutely. like um we've sort of covered a lot of ground. I think we have. If I'm gonna summarize, to summarize, yes. I think I don't think it should only be gay people playing gay people, straight people playing straight people, but my preference is that they do. I think if you I think my preference would be if it's a gay character, I'd rather see a gay person play that. Yes. Definitely. And we're all going to have our, like... At me. I don't mind. <laughs> huh? At me. I don't mind. What do you mean, at you? Oh, Sarah, for God's sake. You work in the industry. At me. Talk to me on Twitter about it. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. I'm Tell me if you 30, think I'm right. I'm, th- I'm turning 30, Jess. I don't I'm know. Only, you I'm only three years behind. I'm, I'm out of the lingo with the at, at me. 
at me. I was like, what? What are you oh, saying? Are you right, let's saying? move on. Let's move on. <laughs> at is a handle. I'm joking. Um, I mean, my two pedants, um, what did you... What did that you... really shows your age. Two pedants. You're saying <laughs> at, I'm saying two pedants. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very wise, old before my time. Uh, but yes, I'd have to um, agree with you um, about what you say, because, yeah, um, it's all about being inclusive, isn't it, at the end of the day, um, and not discriminating against anyone, um, and basically hiring the right person for the job. Yeah, and and the other thing to say is um, some people like taking out the equation whether James uh, James Corden played a gay character or not. Um, you do have the other thing that like some people like James Corden anyway, and some people don't. Like, do you know what I mean? That's that's part of like whatever whatever film comes out. If you've got 90% of people raving about it and like, oh, this is amazing, you're always going to have people that aren't so. Um, so I suppose it depends how it makes you feel at the end of the day. Um, but yes, right. Um, blah, 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 blah. Don't know what that noise was. I hope you enjoyed it though. Uh, <laughs> do you fancy doing the gay made up word of the week or do you want to do the... <laughs> spotlight um do you know what i'll go for the spotlight okay. i'll go for the spotlight okay so da, 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 da. it's not strictly related <laughs> I, just, I like i like to sing um so this week is a little bit different so every podcast episode we'd like to sort of shine a light on something that we think is doing something awesome for the community whatever that might be whatever background whatever sort of industry and this week I have an interesting one. So it's something that's become quite, um, it's, it's become a staple in my life on social media. Um, and I would love to go in person. Um, but a lot of my friends sort of follow this account and follow these two wonderful, wonderful people who are doing something super, super lovely. So you've probably heard of a place called We Are Feel Good Club. And this is um, an independent coffee shop in Manchester. I've never been um, and I've only sort of figured out who they were and what they did throughout lockdown so obviously can't go anywhere so you know that's a problem but after that I would love to go um and it is ran by two wonderful women who are married so are gay um they're married to each other just to sort of clarify um and what they do is they run a really lovely independent coffee shop but they also have such a um presence on social media and just in general like to put out positive good vibes so they are very centered on wellness and well-being and being kind to yourself and they also support a lot of charities um so they are on instagram um, so you can go and check them out there i think it's just at we are feel good club but i wanted to kind of just shout that out because i think it's so important that we look after our mental health as well yeah. um and i've been following this account for quite a while liking all their quotes Things like five things to tell yourself today or putting yourself first might look like X, Y, Z. Things that everyone like will be able to relate to in some sort of way, even, even in a small way. And then when I sort of looked a little further into who they are and what they do, I was absolutely chuffed a bit that it is a company that is, you know, an SME that's been started by two wives. I just thought it was the loveliest thing to see them work together, living together, putting out good vibes. So that is my Wonderful. Shout well, yes, shine, shine that light bright, and uh, we will, <laughs> we will add links to where you can find them in the show notes. Absolutely. Um, so yes, and then 
Jess, you have this week's made up gay word of the week. Drum roll. I do. Drum roll. So the gay made up word of the week is gold star because I thought that would be super fucking festive. Um, and Sarah has a wonderful story about this, so I will let her sort of tell you that story and tell you the meaning behind it. Well, it's not so much of a story. It's just um, something quite comical. Uh, so obviously, Gold Star, um, I mean, what I know of Gold Star might be different to what you know of Gold Star, but a Gold Star is, it's used in lesbian community, I think. And well, this is what I know it of. You might know it different. Um, but yeah, so I know it is, it's used in the lesbian community. And a Gold Star lesbian is someone who has um, been has only been with women. So they've only had relationships with women. They've only been with women. They are a gold star lesbian because they have made it. They have got that status. Now, uh, something quite interesting is that, um, so I worked out that when I turn 30, I would have reached equilibrium in my gay journey. Hold hold on there, Jess, because I bet you're thinking, what the hell gay is she about? <laughs> uh, so equilibrium in the sense of when I turned 30, I would have been or realized that I was gay for the same amount of time that I have been straight, basically. Ooh, nice. Yes. Nice so, little 50-50 going off yeah, there. Yeah, so I mean... Obviously not quite gold star status, maybe bronze, silver. I don't know. I don't know what the other statuses are. Um, But yeah, when I reached 30, and I sort of, uh, I did it from the point when I first started having like relationships and and stuff. Um, So when I'm 30, yeah. um, And then when I'm 31, I'd have been out for longer than I've been straight. So, you know. Oh, well, congratulations to you. That's going to be... If you Pinnacle. want, if you want to send cakes, my address is. <laughs> I'm joking, um, but yeah. So. I think that's my understanding of the term too. I think, I guess you could equate it to, um, you know, gay guys who have only ever been with guys and who were perhaps born from cesarean. I've heard that before. So it's like never been near a vagina ever. Wow, just, just guys. Just... <laughs> there we go. All the X-rated chat. Uh, well, it's in the dictionary, Jess. It's in the dictionary. It's going in. That, the that gay is, glossary. That's what I want to call it. The gay I'm glossary. overriding. Gay there glossary. Gay glossary. And this is the noise <laughs> of it going in. There we Wait. go. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought it would be less butch. I thought there would be a, a very nice sort of twinkly sound. Well, we don't have budget yet for that. We don't oh, have okay. resource. We can we can aim there. <laughs> we can aim for like little indents and stuff. Um, but yes right um that's I think that's everything isn't it this week I think that's everything this week it feels like we've sort of put the world to rights a little bit Um, it's been good to chitter chatter and put the world to rights like you say um so please do get in touch with us um we are still a fairly new podcast um so please do like if you like us and get like like our vibe um I'm so cringy aren't I yeah Uh, (laughs) I'm okay with that though. Uh, yeah, please do share and let other people know about us. Also, subscribe to us as well because. Oh, God, um, subscribe to our channel. <laughs> well, 
or if you do subscribe obviously that helps us but you also get notifications of when new episodes are available to listen and eternal uh, love and so it's win, it is win-win um like i said if you want to get in touch with us no matter what so if you want to sort of give your opinion on what we spoke about if you've got a question for us if you just want to say Aya, um <laughs> Aya. Then, Aya, you can do that in a couple of ways um so uh i believe jess has set us up on twitter oh so she's here she's passing it over again so <laughs> we are on twitter as a collective now if you if you don't want to hear from either one of us and just want us together um that sounds weird but never mind uh you can get us at don't Lipstick pimp me Pod. out jess i'm not pimping you out stop <laughs> it um at the lipsticks pod for anyone who didn't hear that because sarah was gibbering <laughs> and also <laughs> we have an instagram account we do have an instagram account but it's still in its beginning stages <laughs> so um we'll share the instagram account the next because i don't even know what the handle is um off the top of my head um, professional so professional uh, we'll share it next time no, um, un- until until we sort that then you can you can find <laughs> us on twitter se- separately if you like yes um myself at pc that's p-e-a-c-e with three y's on the end just because and i am <laughs> so the fun way to remember it is sarah mcduck but that is Sarah MCD UK. Um, and we've also got an email. I Do you know what makes me laugh, Jess? I think we sent our email wrong in our first episode, which is quite comical. Um, well, if you want to but, email us, you have to listen to all the episodes because we might just be lying each other. <laughs> no, but our email is thelipstickspodcast at gmail.com. That is what right, did we say before? We just said the lipsticks, I believe. Oh yeah, we're not we're not quite there yet. No, we're just. I mean, <laughs> the, girls so, yeah, dream. Drop, drop us a drop us an email. Um, so yes, I suppose the only thing left to say is we yes. hope you have a wonderfully festive Christmas and you stay safe with whatever you're doing. Yep. Um, anything you want? Any festiveness that you want to send people? I'm, I'm going to say it again, just because I really like it. I hope <laughs> hope all of our listeners. I'm making the Yuletide get. <laughs> but no, absolutely. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas um, and that you all sort of get whatever you ask for, you know, within reason. Right? It's nice to be nice. Um, <laughs> and hope you stay safe. Hope you get to see your loved ones or hear from them. And we will be back very shortly with another very rambly episode. We're here weekly, guys, until we decide to have a season break, which we haven't decided yet, have we? Uh, so... <laughs> so yes uh, right should we say until next time then yeah until next time peace out <laughs>